Let's go. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We are starting the Chav Gimel Amid Beis Kedushin Mesechtes Kedushin Chav Gimel Amid Beis. The last line of Chav Gimel Amid Beis. The Gemara discussed a machlokes Rameir and the Chachamim, and the Shaila is like this: We say that a woman, a, the Yad Eved Mashkonsa Isha Konsabala, Mashkona Eved. Konabala. What the issue was kinda the master homes, what the what what the, the husband has and what a whatever else the master owns. The question is what happens if somebody gives money to um Evan? On condition that the master has no rishus on it. I'm giving the money to the Evid on condition that the master has no rishus in that. Is that the Evids? Or Rameyer says no. You know what? Forget his condition. The minute he gave it to the Evet, the Evet's hand is like the Rav. It automatically goes to the master. The fact he said a condition afterwards that the master has no rishus, we ignore the condition. The Chacham say, no, it is possible for a person to give money to an Evet. And therefore, at that stage, it will belong to the to the uh, Evet. So the Gemara asks, and I will see plump someplace else that Rameir holds the exact opposite. The Rameir by us that said you cannot give a matona to an Eved Amanashain by Rishusbai, and automatically it belongs to the master. We'll see he holds the opposite. And the Chacham who say by an Eved you could do it, we will see the difference. And we said the same Allah is not only by the Eved, also Legabe Isha. By the way, Luzi sends regards to everybody. He says he's tra- he's traveling. He's by the Ribnitz's yard side, by this yard side. I don't know what. Mietzushem, he looks forward to joining us tomorrow. Anyway, he sends regards to everybody. Zuk de Gemara. A woman cannot. We know what Allah is. There's a Din Maiser Shani, correct? First. Um, third, fifth year, you got to take Meiser Shani. What is Meiser Shani? You got to give Meiser from your Paris and you got to take it up to your Shalim and you have to eat it in your Shalim. The Aloha is, though, you live far away or you have a lot of Paris and now the problem is, how am I going to bring it up to your Shalim? So you're allowed to be paid You're allowed to redeem it onto money. You take the money up to your Shalim and in your Shalim, with that money, you buy food stuff and you eat the food stuff in your Shalim. But the Aloha is when you're paid the Paris money onto money, you got to add a chomash. So if it was worth 100, you got to give 120. You got to add a chomash to the. There's a machloket with that. According to Sephardim, it's not 100. It's not 120. It's 125. 125. Correct. Very good. It's Milbaro and Milgaf. Very good. So, uh, if Joey, I'm waiting already. We should be able to have that machlokas already. Halacha lamaisa. We should be able, right? We're all waiting right. that we should uh, be we able don't, to. We don't want it. We want to get to the Mashiach. That's it. We want to get there that we'll have the thing. Very good. So, therefore, the Shaila is now. So, what is the question? So, when you're paida, the halacha is you got to be paida with an additional chaybeth. The halacha is, though, if I'm paida somebody else's Meister Shani. For example, Joey, you have Meister Shani, and I'm paida on my money. I'm redeeming it on my money. Then the halacha is you don't have to add a chaymish. It's Meisroi. I don't have to add a chaymish because I'm the one who's be paida. So, what now? What happens with a woman? A woman that's paida, and we'll learn the pashtas the way the Gemara understood the Gemara to understand. A woman is redeeming her husband's Maishashani, and she's using her money. Now, of course, we're going to understand based on the sequence of the Gemara, the issue will be how does the woman have money to be paid it? But we're going to talk in one minute. So, the Tanakama says a woman can be paid without paying a chaymish because we look at it in effect as if she's be paid her own miser or her money is the husband's money being paid to the miser and therefore it needs a chaymish. No. A woman could be paid the Maishashani of her husband without a Shemesh. So the Gemara says, first, let's understand exactly the parameters of the case that we're talking about. What are we talking about? Elim, if you're going to say Bezuzidabala, we're talking about that the woman is coming to be redeemed the Maishashani with money. That's the husband's money. She's using the husband's money to be paid to the Paris Meiser Shani on the money. And also Meiser the Baal and the Paris of Meiser Shani are also the Paris of the husband. What's the Shiloh? 
How does Rabbi Meir say he doesn't have to add a chaymish? Of course she has to add a chaymish. Why? She is doing the message of her, a message of her father, of her husband. Why? The money she's using is her husband's money. The Paris is her husband's Paris. So what is she? She's a shliach. Of course she's got to do a chaymish. The Ella, what do we got to be talking about? That the money is her money. And what would that be, for example? When she came in and she brought in Paris in the, in the marriage, wants the dechrais on her. The Paris are the husband, but the underlying asset belongs to her. So Rashi says, the we're talking about right? And we're going to see Toysis in one minute what that means. Umaiser the day, but the Paris are his. So she's using her money, her nechse melug, to be paid the, the husband's Paris, the husband's. And that is the question. And that is when Maiser the day. If that's the thing, then of course there's no chaymish. How could the Tanakama argue? After all, the Pasuk says, V'chiyigal ish. If a man will redeem his maestras, ish, veloy isha memasra, and not a woman from the maestra of her husband. So the Pasuk clearly says the din of Chaimish doesn't apply when a woman redeems the, the husband's uh, Paris. And therefore, what? How could the Chachamim argue? Zuck Rashi, ish omerachmona, veloy isha. A man has to add a chaymish when he's paid his maiser. Because the isha is like a foreigner, and just like a foreigner doesn't have to pay. Rashi's last few words, the isha is a little bit funny. Because what does the Pusuk say? The Pusuk that the Gemara brings is what? That the Pusuk says, ish isha. Does that have to do with Acher being a third person? That has nothing to do with being a third person. That's because the Torah says a man and not a woman who's paid the Maiser Shani has to pay a Chaymish. Why? Tesis asks even stronger on Rashi. Tesis says, according to Rashi, what are we talking about? The woman used her money from Nechse Melug to be paid at the Paris of her husband's Paris. And therefore, the Gemara quotes, Ish Veloy Isha. What are you talking about? Nothing to do with ish v'loyesha. That's the general exclusion. If I'm paid as Joey's miser, am I mechuyev to give a chaymish? We said no. Why? Not because it says ish or isha, because it says memasroi from your miser, but not if I'm giving, if I'm paid, then it's not my paris. I don't have to pay. So if as Rashi learns that the issue over here is because it's the woman's money, and it's the husband's Paris. The reason why the woman doesn't have to give a chaymish is not because ish v'loyisha. It's because memasroi v'loy memasroi shachaveri. It's not. It's not hers. How do you tie the two together? And Rashi so Tosis no, asked the cash. You say it's not his because she's using mean? her own money. If, exactly. So why right. does the why does the Gemara say because of the pasuk ish isha? It has nothing to do with ish isha. It has to do from the fact that pasuk says memasroi yours and not own. somebody else's and this is somebody else. Zuk toises. Everybody clear with the kasha? Itzi bezdarten besnvi besdarten itzi. Ela zuk the Gemara. Bezuzu the day ube meiser the day. Look at Rashi. Zuk. Rashi explained, what did we mean? Her money, what kind of money does she have her own? The next thing, what the nechosim that she brought into the marriage, because it's because it's from his, the fruits come from his sodden. And the Gemara therefore says, Ish Omerachmona, Mimasroi, Veloy Isha, Mimasarbala, the Isha Ki Achadamia. That's what Rashi said. The Kashal Rabbeinatam, the Loy Hoyolai, Lahaskir, if we're talking about the case that it's the woman's own money against the man's own Paris, what is the possible? Why does the Gemara say Ish Veloy Isha, Loy Hoyol, Lahaskir, Ish Visha Klal, El Habele Lamemer? The Gemara should have said very simply, Mimasroi Omerachmona, Veloy Mimasar Chabera. The Torah says, you're my sir, not your friend's my sir. And since this is the woman's money on the husband's tour, therefore it's two different, two different things. The Tam, totally different than Rashi. The Goris, we learn, 
Not it's the husband's field, the husband's Paris. We're talking about it's her fruit and it's her money. And since it's hers and hers, she should pay a chaymish, right? Because Mimasroi only takes away yours, but not your friends. Here we're talking about, it's not like Rashi says the husband's. It's the woman's fruit and the woman's being paid with her money. And and therefore it's very good. The Torah is telling me, the Gemara is saying, Ish Omer Achmona, the Moisif chaymish al Masra, the din of adding a chaymish when you're paid only exists to males. If a female is paid, even if it's her own, she doesn't add a thing. Even if the Zuzim are hers and the Meiser is hers, nevertheless, in that case, you're not paid. So, Big machloik is Rashi and Tesis, right? Rashi seems to say there's no special unique. That means if a woman owns Paris and she is paid with her money on the Paris, of course she's got to add a chaymish. The issue over here by Isha Isha is really the halacha only ma'achar because the Paris belonged to the husband and the money belongs to the woman. Tesis says no. Anytime a woman, even it's her Paris, it's her money, doesn't matter. The halacha of being paid and adding a chaymish is and that's where we learn. Come the meshachachme, my mechel the gedengst the meshachachme, yeah. Ver hat neshlib the meshachachme. So the meshachachme, you know, a Joey, the Svardim own during a period of history they own ninety percent or or a vast majority of the learning that went on, right? And then the Ashkenazim had it, and then the Svardim. Ashmesh Chachmado lived in the last 80 years. He passed away, I don't know, 1929 or 28 or 32. I don't remember. Anyway, he's a brilliant man. If you want a Sefer, Be'ezrat Hashem, I'm going to send you a Meshach It's something special. Is This man knew from everything. Anyway, he says, like we learned before, Reb Shimon Doresh Tamadikra, and he says it's very logical that the Torah didn't add isha. He says, why did the Torah add a chaymish? Because the Torah really wanted you to take up your fruit to your slime. It's different. You bring up your own fruit to your slime and eat it over there. But the Torah in recognition said, you're going to say it's a problem. It's hard for me. I have too much fruit. It's too far. Pa, 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 pa. Okay, I'll give you an option. You can redeem yourself. But you know what? Don't take the easy route. I'm going to make it a little tough for you. I'm going to add a chaymish. So there's a deterrent factor. If you really can't do it, you're going to pay the chaymish. Otherwise, Joey, I don't know by, by the Sardin Basashkenazim, we watch our dollars very carefully. We're not paying an extra chaymish if we don't have to pay a chaymish. We'll take up our own fruit. Masha Enkins, like the Meshachachma, the Torah knew a woman, not so simple for her to go up. Oh. She could be pregnant. She's got to build up. She's got to bring up the children. She's got to stay home. So there, there was no element of deterrent. So therefore, by a woman, by a woman, the Torah didn't say, hey, you know what? We want to penalize you in a sense because you're not bringing up your fruit. The Torah understood. So the Gemara asked if, in fact, it's her. Hit her her money and the husband's payers. Of course, she does. She doesn't have to uh, pay chaymish. We're talking about the akne It must be the machloikis is exactly what does it mean? The woman's money. Somebody else gave her money. and told her, "I'm a Woman, I'm giving you money on condition that you use this money. To be paid to the miser, which is the same thing as what we learned yesterday when he says, I'm giving you this money on Manas that you buy your redemption for an abbot. So now the question is like this the way we learned yesterday, this according is to our mayor, according to our mayor, the money doesn't belong to the woman, right? Because the woman belongs to the husband. It doesn't matter your conditions. According to the Chachaman, the money does belong to her. Yet the Allah over there, we see Rameir is just the opposite. Rameir says she doesn't have to add a Chaymish because it's as if her money. And not her husband's money, and therefore it's my master master chavera. And the chacham say she does have to give a chaymish. So the zoy is ramed rameir ad rameir. Frag the gemara veipchesh amina kum techais. We learned punk fakert before that. We learned rameir said al menaz doesn't create the condition, doesn't help, and the money automatically belongs to the husband. And over here we see rameir says no, the money belongs to her, and therefore it's considered acher. Omar Abayas, Abayas says, Eipach. You know what? That Brice turn around the shittas. Rameir Taka is the one who says when the woman redeems it, she has to add a chaymish. Why? Because even though somebody gave her money on condition, you use it for pay that's not concerned her, considered her money. It's the husband's money, and therefore there's a chaymish. And the chalam say, no. 
In truth, you don't have to turn it around and don't compare the two shittas. You know what we're talking about by this meiser? The meiser, the awesome, it's a different machlaikas. It's meiser that came to the woman. The father of the woman died and the father left over an inheritance of Meiser Shani. He had already taken and put aside Meiser Shani. And now the woman, when she inherited all the her father's properties, she also inherited the Meiser Shani. And there's Shani say already, we're talking about there was no son over there, because otherwise the woman wouldn't be the thing. So now the Shaila of her mayor and the Chachom is a different Machlekes. The mayor of the Chachom is, what is this halacha of a Yerusha that fell to a woman after she got married. What kind of din is this? Not the Yerusha, but a Maishashani that fell the thing. Because normally, a Yerusha that falls to a woman after she gets after she's married, the halacha of that is like Mechzimaluk. The underlying assets belong to the woman, and the Paris belongs to the husband. But the underlying asset belongs to the thing. So the Shaila is, what about my Sashani that a woman is marish? Is it din v'rab meir l'tamayr? The Omer, he says, my Sashani is mom and gavoya. Hegdishu. We consider it mom and gavoya. And the Bailam, when they eat my Sashani, don't think it's yours, right? There's a famous Machloikis, my Sashani. Is it mom and gavoya or mom and hedyet, right? Why would I think it's mom and hedyet, Joey? Because I can eat it. Hegdish, I can't eat, stamazay, right? And I can eat it. Why would I think it's mom and gavoya? I got to take it up to your shrine. There's a hegdish to it, etc. So therefore, I think so. That's the machloikis momen gavoya, and uh, so therefore, a mayor says the momen of meiser sheni is momen hegdish. It's momen gavoya, and therefore, it's different than all the din of Yerushas. Normally, the chacham or mesakin, when a woman inherits from her father when she's married, the fields become like a din nechsemelug. So underlying belongs to her, and the Baal is Eichel Pereseim. So Rebeir says, that's true by regular property. That's her property. It's Shaykh to her. It's her money. But Yerusha Maiseshani, that's Mom and Gavoya. And therefore, the husband has no schus at all in the Maiseshani. And therefore, when the woman comes to be paid the, the, these Paris in the money of the husband, it's as if the husband is being paid the woman's miser with his money. So therefore, it's shalacher and and there's no din of chaymish, right? Again, normally, why if the woman inherits tvua, if she inherits a property, now we consider it the husband's because the parents belong to the husband because of nechsem But if miser sheni is mom and gavoya, then the husband has no part in it. So who has it only? It's mom and gavoya, and it's in the woman's hand. So if the husband now uses his money, not the woman's money. He uses his money to redeem these parents. Is he redeeming his own parents? No, because he has no hand at all in it. So therefore, Rameir says he doesn't have to give a chaymish. So Rameir letamayad omer meiser mom and shol gavoya. Rabbanon who say he does have to give a chaymish. Why? The Amr, they say Meiser Shani is mum and head too. So since it's mum and head yet, therefore it actually belongs to the woman, but it also belongs to the husband because it gets the regular din of Nechzimelug. And if so, if the husband uses his money to redeem those parents, he's redeeming his own, and therefore there has to be a chaymish. And therefore it has nothing to do with the previous machloikis of Almanas because it's not therefore, and therefore Hilkach Shlichusi de Balkavde. According to the Chachamim, when she's giving, she's only doing the shlichas of the of the husband with that because she's using his money for his paris, and therefore it's considered. Okay, that that. Up what, to what is the difference when uh, the term son barzil is a stronger right. land owned by the very, lady? Very, very good. So the difference between son barzil and 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 son da and and is who takes. The achrayis on the nechosim. Who takes the responsibility of the nechosim? Meaning, when we nechsit zayim barzel, if a woman brings into marriage nechsit zayim barzel, that means she's bringing in. My father left me a dowry. This Park Avenue building, okay. And in nechsit zayim barzel, let's estimate what it's worth today. And today we estimate it's worth ten million dollars. In ten years from now, they, we get divorced. You owe me $10 million. Let's say the Park Avenue apartment today is worth $20 million. Doesn't matter. $10 million is what I owe you. Let's say it's worth $1 million and went down in value. I still owe you $10 million. Next it's saying, Barzel, we created strength that we locked the value. Next means 
The husband gets the tenant's rent, yes, but the underlying property belongs to the woman. And if after 10 years they get divorced or he dies, if the property went up in value, she gets the appreciation in the value. If it went down in value, she loses the appreciation of the value, right? So Tzoyim Barzal is the husband's it's his for all intensive purposes, except for the Karen that they locked in how much the Karen value was, and Echsimelug is 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 the other way around. So therefore, but we have the Rameir Letamayo Domer Lemais. The interesting thing in this Gemara over here, and then we'll move on, is Abaya and Rava. Why did Abaya answer the stira, the contradiction? Rameir, Rameir, Rabban Mechel. How did Abaya answer it, Mechel? Abaya said, "Apech, change it around and say Rameir is Rabbanan and Rabbanam is Rameir in our Brisa." Rabbi said, "No, let's find a case that it'll work. It's a different kind of case where she she had Meiser Sheni the Bein Nasha that she inherited after her marriage." If you look in Shas, this Machlokes Abaya Rabbi repeats itself countless of times in Shas. Where there's a steer, there's a contradiction between two Mishnas or two Memras. And interestingly enough, always Abaya is the one who says, let's switch one of them around. Let's change it because it doesn't fit. And Rav says, no, 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 let's not change it. Let's find an, a, a case that would work without changing. So it's just interesting you see the approach in Torah that we see. People are consistent. You know, Beishamah and Beishil once spoke about it. Shereb has a beautiful piece about all the Machlokes and Beishamah and Beishil, that they're always consistent in their philosophy. And you see, even in a, in a little thing, I don't want to say a little thing, it's not a little thing, but a thing like this, whether Eipach or Lo Eipach, you see Abaya Verova were consistent in their approach. Abaya said, hey, we have a contradiction. Probably one of them was incorrect. And therefore, we have a choice of Mishnah or Brisa. What do we change always, Mechel? A brysa, because a Mishnah was more nichkar that it's correct. So therefore, we change the brysa. Rabbi says, no, let's not be so quick to change. Let's go further. We learned that Evet Kanani, one of the ways he goes out is b'shen v'ayin, with shen v'ayin. If your master knocks out his tooth or his eye, he goes out free. The interesting thing is the Mishnah did not mention that, right? So uh, we, we, we'll we see why the, uh, because Sotorajba writes, because the shen v'ayin is really not a den cheres, it's a knas. It's a knas l'odin. And therefore, and the knas, uh, and therefore the Rajba says, for example, you need Adis for that. And you need uh, Bezdin has to make a Gmardin. And therefore it is. And the Rajba says that we must be talking about very interestingly that the master didn't admit because we know that Allah is knas. If somebody, if there was a knas, something that was a penalty or a fine, if somebody admitted to the penalty or fine, a knas, he's putter knas. So the Rajba that he says the fact that an Evid Knani goes free if the master knocks out his eye or tooth is only a knas that the Chacham put on him. If so, if he admits to it beforehand, he should be potter. should be potter, and therefore it should be potter. But the Ramban, the Ritva, right? Even if he was murdered before Adis came, and he says, "Hey, I knocked out my Eden," he's not potter because the murder because murder beknas v'achach boedim they paskin as chayiv, and therefore they say it is okay. So now the Gemara says, "Tonet yotze b'shen ba'ayin." He goes out b'shen ba'ayin. Zog the Gemara, not only shen ba'ayin. Also, the Rashi Avarim, it doesn't have to be Shen Ba'ayin. Any Rashi Avarim, any 24 limbs, if he damages any of those, then the Evet goes free. And what kind? There has to be two things. Enim Chayzrim, they don't go back. In other words, you damaged it in a way that it can't go back to the way it was. So Rashi says immediately, um, Rashi Avarim, Chav Dalatem. There's 24 Rashi Avarim, Vishnuim Eitzel Negom, and it's mentioned like Abbe Negom, Umaislul Kamon, Vishayinim Chayzrim, meaning, Imnotlam Keshen Vahayin, if you take out a tooth, and it was before the days that you could get dentures, 
and the ayin, the gom of memetzinu. And therefore, I learn out the memetzinu. All other Rashi Avaram, the Allah would be the same. And therefore, all those things is yaitzi. We understand why shen ba'ayin, it goes out. Because the Pasuk clearly says, b'shen ba'ayin, right? The Pasuk says, chiyake ish es eina abdoi, os eina mosoi, v'shichasoi. And if he knocks out his tooth, again it says, Instead of his tooth, he sends him free. So therefore, I learn it out. How do I know that any other Rosh Avaram also goes free? So if you want to learn out the Memotzin, just like the Torah mentioned, Shen and both those things, what's the common denominator? Number one, that Mumim Shibagoli, they're a visible Mum. Meaning, you can see if somebody lost his tooth, you can see if somebody lost his eye. It's a mum shebegali in a varam echitzaynim ve'edim chazim. And number two, you, they don't go, they don't get healed, they don't go back. Therefore, an evet goes out anytime it's a mum begali and it's not chazim. Reg digemara, you know we know a klal When the Torah tells me one thing detail, I can learn out from there anything that's similar to that. But if the Torah tells me two things, then shnek sumabam kechad emelamdim. And you remember Itzi, why? Because if the Torah wanted to teach me to everywhere else that's similar, why does the Torah have to mention two things? Mention just one, and I'll learn everything similar. By virtue of the fact that the Torah tells me two things, the Torah is trying to tell me, don't learn out from here anywhere else, because otherwise, why did I mention two things? Only these two and nothing else. So, Frag de Gemara, Amen. Let's say, since the Torah mentions Shen Vain, they have a Shen Vain, Shnek Sumabam Kechad. Let them be two psukim that come to the same thing. And we know the Allah is Chol Shnek Sumabam Kechad Emelam. So, Gemara, that's only true when if it said one thing, I could learn everything out. But if I need the two psukim because I couldn't learn Shen from Ayin, or I couldn't learn Ayin from Shem, then we understand why the Torah had to say two. And then I could learn, still learn out the Memetzinu, because I can't make the argument that the Torah meant to learn everywhere else. Why do you mention both, mention only one? Because I needed both. Because if I mentioned only one, I wouldn't be able to know all. So the Gemara says, because if the Torah would have just told me, if you knock out the Ebed's tooth, I would have thought, even if I knock out his baby tooth, let's say I have an Ebed who has, an, has a baby tooth, and I knock out his baby tooth, still he would go even on that. Why is it called Shen Dechalev? And the idea is, uh, it's, why is it called Shen Dechalev? Because it's the tooth that is Yoinik Dechalev Shalimai with. A baby tooth, he's still Yoinik Dechalev Shalimai. So Kosev Rachmana, therefore the tel- Pesach tells me, Ayin, no, it has to be like an eye that what? It has to be that this mum that you caused is not getting healed. It's not coming back. Because Rachman Rak Ayin, and if the Pasuk just said Ayin, Habamina, I would have thought, Ma Ayin Shinibra Imoy. It has to be a kind of thing that was born with the Abbot. When he was born, he was born with an eye. I've called over Shen, but an adult tooth, which wasn't born with the Abbot, if I knock it out, I would think that should be, he doesn't go here, it's light. So therefore, it's the Torah to say both. And since the Torah to say both, now I can learn from there to everywhere else. And therefore, anything that has, which two elements, it's one, it's a mum begoli, it's something that's visible to everybody. And number two, it's a mum shayna you can get healed out of it. If you have those two things for an Ebed, bingo, he goes free. Let's learn it different. We know one of the Midas are Klaluprat. So the Pusik says, If a man hits, Yake is Klal, Shen Vayan is a Prat. And I should say, We know when we have a Klal Uprat, not a Klal Uprat, a Klal, just a Klal Uprat, a general and then a detail. Kiyake, a Klal, Shen Vayan, a Prat. The Torah means to tell me only what I specified is it. So therefore, I should say shen ba'ayin and midachrin aloi. Only a shen ba'ayin, but something else I shouldn't go free. So the Gemara, no, no, no. But you're missing the end of the pasuk. The end of the pasuk says lachavshi shachena. You send them free. That's a klal, and therefore. 
klalu pratu klal yatadon el kena prat. And it's not now a klalu prat. Klalu prat ain bchalal mashab prat. Since it says a general afterwards, then the Allah is yatadon kela prat, and therefore ma prat just like the prat mefurish is something that's said in the pasuk ma prat mefurish that's said in the pasuk is mumshabegali. It's a visible uh, mum. I tooth in the eye, and it doesn't get healed. Of coal, what you can add that ever goes free is coal mumim shibigoli and anim chazim that have those two uh, 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 thing. So Rashi says, what's this klal You should send them free. After all, Joey, that doesn't sound like a klal. The pasuk has to tell me that you knock out the tooth. You knock out his tooth. Good. Good. And now what do you do with him? I got to send him free. So where's the klal in l'chavshi shachena? So look at Rashi. Um, uh, sorry, before that. Uh, top of the Omid, the second Rashi. The Torah added extra ways to send them wild. Why? The Pesach should have just said, The Pesach should have said, He's a free man. Why does it say, Why does it say, is to add additional cases where you'd send them free. And therefore, it's Klal, Prat, Klal, Prat, Mum Shabigoli and Aina Chazim. Frank Demore, if so, oh, quick, let's. Quick question like, so it, it first was started with Shnaikisim Abum Kechot, and now it says it could be from Kalal uh, Prat Kalal, but at the end it comes. No, 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 no. You, you're skipping a step. It's You must have tuned out. You must have kicked in your ADD over there. In middle, the Gemara Ashnaikisim Abum Kechot. The Gemara said, Sricha, I need both. So since I need both, I could learn out the Memetzinu. Period. That finished one thing. So now the Gemara said, very good, but we have a different thing. Klal prat. Aim b'chlal elamasha b'prat. The Pesach says, klal, kiyake, prat shen v'ayin. Aim b'chlal elamasha b'prat. Only shen v'ayin. And then the Gemara answered, it's not klal prat. You're forgetting. There's a klal at the end of the Pesach. L'chavshi yishachena. And as Rashi said, Yeshua just said, chavshi hu. What is yishachena? A klal to add more things. So I have klal prat to klal. Then I learn it has to be similar to the prat. It doesn't have to be the prat. Anything that's similar to the prat is okay. And therefore, this is similar to the prat. They're basically coming to say that that has to be an visible appearance. For him to go free. Is that what Correct. we're learning? Visible, the mum, the ailment or the cause, visible. visible and it cannot get healed. Ain't a Because otherwise, why did Terry tell me Shen Vine? Let, let's say he broke his, his, his elbow, right? There's right. A That's the time where the appearance, but that will heal. In six weeks, it's not so going to happen. So if it heals, then, then he doesn't go free. That's exactly right. the point. But, so. But in other Go words, ahead. let's say he hurt his elbow, where now he's going to be disfigured. That's it. He goes free. Because the then elbow's not going to heal. For... Exactly. But the Gemara and Nagam says what are considered the Rashi Evarim, right? So Rashi said 24. the 24 Evarim 24. that are mentioned in Nagam. But you need two criteria. If any of those are failing, he doesn't go free. Meaning, even if it's Begoli, but it's a Mum he's going to heal, he doesn't go free. Or even if it doesn't heal, but it's not Begoli, he doesn't go free. If we say it has to be similar to the two details which were mentioned, Shen Bayan, there's another common denominator of the Shen Bayan. And also, it, it, it causes you to, to be to not be able to work. If you can't see, you can't work. Maybe you can do a different kind of work, but it causes a loss in the kind of work you can do. And the Eina Chayzer, and it Dat Chayzer. So there's an added element. Both Shen Va'ayin cause you that you cannot, why? Shen, he can't chew his food properly. So there's a Bittl Malachtai. 
So I should say everything. The Gemara says, what are the two requirements to go free? Only gully, it should be open, visible, and Enechoyzer can be healed. The Gemara asks, bring a third thing that it should need. What? Batl Memlachti. Afkol momim shivgoli ve'enechoyzer u'batl memlachti. You need all those things. And therefore, it thinks. So Tosis says, Tosis brings that, well, Tosis brings, God Tosis, Tosis Riazokin, Bottle Malachte. So places bring, I mean, places rid brings me further down in the piece. Oh, I got to get out of here. They're chasing me out, the gardener. Sorry. I'm coming. I'm going inside. So places re, places re brings, Eloch Aver, there's no Aver of a person that doesn't create a bitl malacha, meaning every aver of the person has a, a, a shum malacha. But the Gemara means to say, um, uh, that the malachta is nister, that their malacha is not public. But anyway, different, difficult to understand because a shen maybe is not public. Okay, let's go further. So the Gemara is asking, there should be another Criteria. The third criteria should be bottle mamlachte. And where do we see differently? Maybe take that's what you need. But Alomatanya, we learn in the Bryce Tolish Bizikna. If he pulled out the beard of his abbot, the boy atzim, and because of that, it moved his jawbone out of place. So it's still considered over there connected. So and therefore, what what are we talking about? It's something, the bone is going to disintegrate over time, and it's enechazeres, and it's soifer, it's going to fall. So I don't have the problem of enechazeres, because I, I don't have, because it's enechazeres. Number two, it's begoli, right? Um, so, and why is it begoli? We, we got to talk about that. We'll see in a minute. Allah Tanya, why did we learn the diddle by Yatsim? Evid Yotzibam Lacheris. Evid goes out Lacheris. That bone, there's no bittle malach on it. And since there's no bittle malach on it, and since we should learn out from Shen Bahayin that it needs three things Mum Begali, Mum Shein Echoizer, and bittle malacha, there's no bittle malacha. And why over there it goes out? Zabdi Gemara, you know why? Because Lachafshi Yishachena Ribuhi. You remember, Itzi, we learned the beautiful Rashi three days ago. There's two ways we learn the Torah sometimes. Sometimes we learn klal uprato klal. We learn a general. The Pasuk says, kiyake klal, shen va'ayin prat, lenot l'chavshi yishachena klal. General, detail, general. Ein b'chlal, elamashe v'prat. We say it has to be similar to the detail, similar to shen va'ayin. We learned there's another way the Torah is nidrash, is ribui miut ribui. The Torah gave something that's marba. Kol, kol is a marba, let's say. It defines a certain thing, it's a miut, and then it gives another ribui. That's called ribui miut ribui. What's the difference between the two? By klal uprato klal, we say it has to be ke'enaprat, similar to the detail. By ribui umiut ribui, we say it's ribu ha'kol. It's marba much more. My miut, it's mute only something that's like the mute, meaning it's a much more defined limitation. So therefore, the Gemara originally thought we learned the Pasukot's Klalu Prat klal. So the Gemara said, if I say Plalu Prat klal, it should be very similar to the Prat. How similar? In other words, if it's similar in any way, even I should need Bittal Malacha. And if it's missing Bittal Malacha, I should say he doesn't go free. No, we learn it out to ribui miut ribui. That's almost marba everything to be similar, and therefore it's much smaller. If you're going to say it's a ribui, then maybe the only thing the Torah wants to be bemayat by Shen Ba'ayin is only one thing, not two things. The Gemara said, what is Shen Ba'ayin? It has to be similar to it in two things. One, it's a mumshein achayzer. It doesn't get healed. Number two, it needs to be begoli. If you're learning how to ribu your miut for ribui, that means the miut is very limited, the miut. So let us say the miut is only one thing. Afilu, and therefore, I should say it's only a mum shabagali, not a mum chayzer. In other words, a mum chayzer shouldn't be a problem. And therefore, afilu call yodai. Let's say he hit him on his elbow with samsa, and it got dried up. 
and later on the elbow will heal. Nami, let's say he goes free. Why? Because since I learned Ribuy Amir to Ribuy, yes, the Torah wrote Shen Bain. You know what they wanted to exclude Shen Bain? Only a Mumshabagali. If it's not apparently visible, he doesn't go free. But anything else, he should go free. So the 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 Mefarshim asked, why didn't the Gemara say the other way around? If only one thing you're memayat, maybe the Gemara should have said, a mumshayna chayzer is the thing I need, and gorolo I don't need. Why did the Gemara say the opposite way around? So, so, so the Gemara, so the, the, the Achrenim say, because the shen of a tooth is soifer lachzer, and we have to say the shen means only the shen of an adult. So if we'd say a mumsha begali, then everything is covered with that. It would be easy. So therefore, the Gemara choose that one. Alamatanya, where did we learn a say call yodai? But if the master hit the slave's hand with some saw and it got uh, hurt, the soifer lachser, but then it's got healed. And if I learn the terrorist psukim al tiribui miut tiribui, then the miut is very narrow. The miut is only. Golly, but not Seifer Lachser, and Seifer Lachser should be okay. Zerk the Gemara and Cain, Shen Ba'ayin, Maya Hanoi. The Gemara goes back and says, you remember we asked the question, why the Torah had to tell me both Shen Ba'ayin? One would be enough. And what did we say the Torah had to tell me both? One to tell me the concept of Golly, and one to tell me of Seifer Lachser. Because if not, I would think even not Seifer Lachser. Even any shen, even the baby's tooth would be also an issue. So therefore it told me iron. And if iron, then I would think even only a bard would. So since the Torah tells me both, so I see clearly these two things at least I have to take out, which is that it has to be in a lachser, that it's not going to get healed, and also has to be a din of um, goli, that it's a visible, uh, a visible moment. The Kulon in all these Russia Varam that we mentioned, these 24 Russia Varam. So the Bryce over here is referencing, in reference to those 24 Avaram that a person is not Metama by Nagam. In all those things, those kind of 24 Avaram that's mentioned in Pashas Nagam, Evid Yoitzabam Lacheris. Those same 24 Avaram, Evid goes out from free. But we know there's another issue. Evet Kanani, is he allowed to marry a Jewish girl? Of course not. He's only allowed to marry a Shifcha. But once he goes free, he can't marry a Shifcha. He can marry a Jewish girl. Zot the Gemara, even though the Torah told me that is Yotze B'Shen Ba'ayin, you know how far is Yotze B'Shen Ba'ayin? That is a free man. What he works is his. But for him to be able to marry a Jewish girl, he still needs Sorech Get Shikher. He needs a Get Shikher to be matter him to a Basfer. Therefore it is. So... So therefore, they learned from Rashi for making the money. The minute he goes out, it's already his money. Even without a get shikhar, it's his money what he earns. It's only to marry a Jewish girl. That's what he needs. He doesn't need even a get shikhar. The minute the master takes out his eye or a Rosh Yavarim, he's free. And he's free that he doesn't need to get shikhar. He can even marry a, a Jewish girl. Rabbi Lezer says, you do need And the Gemara brings various manda omrim that say, that weigh in on this machloikets. Rabbi Kiva Tzorach, you do need to get shikhar. And Hamachriyam Lefnei Chacham the one who decided, so to speak, said, Nirem Divrei Rabtarfen. Rabtarfen is right, I don't need to get shikhar. When? B'Shen Ba'ayin. When he goes out, because I knocked out his tooth or eye, then he goes out and I don't need to get shikhar. He can marry immediately a Bas Yisrael. Because the Torah clearly referenced Shen Ba'ayim. You have this loss, you go free. But the Divi Rabbi Kiva, but Rabbi Kiva who says you need a Shtar Shikhar, that I see being correct, but when he goes out with the other, we said that he doesn't only go out to Shen Ba'ayim, we said he goes out with all 24 Avarim, so the Machriam said, hey, Rab Tarfin is right when he goes out with Shen and he doesn't need anything else, he doesn't need to get Shikhar. Mashain came and when it goes out with the other 24, then Rabbi Kiva is right. Why? Since it's only a knas of the Chachamim, and therefore he needs a Shtar Shechem. I don't know what are you talking about. The 24 of Arm is Knasu? 
We learned it out from the Pasuk. We said it's ribui, miut, ribui. How did we learn it out? And that's one of the shlishes here in Middays, Shater and Adresh's bam. So it's not something the Chachamah made up a Kanas that he goes out with the other things. This is actually, a, we're learning it from the Pasuk. So why would the Machriya make a difference between the Alocha when an Ebed goes out with Shenbai and then I say he doesn't need to get Shechor on top of that to marry uh, uh, Abbas Yisrael? And when he goes out with the Rosh Evarim, the other Evarim he does. After all, it's all the Torah. Zogdi Gemara Ela, the reason is Hoyol Midrash Chachamim. Since the other ones, the fact I learned out the 24 Evarim is only a drash. Right? It's not clearly written in the Pasuk. It's only a Medrash Chachamamu. Since it's only a Medrash Chacham over there, you need a get shikor. Masha Enki in the initial one, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't need it. So the Rishonim come, the Gemara, in other words, Pinchas is making a difference between the two. Shen Ba'ayin, if ever goes out because of the tooth or eye, he can marry a Bas Yisrael without a get shikor. The other things, he needs to get shikhar on top, the Roshavar. I, the Torah mentions it in the same Pasuk, right? What does that mean? The Pasha we learned, Midrash Chacham, but it's from the Torah. So the Roshanim learned the Gemara basically here in two different ways. One Pirish is that Midiraisa, there is no difference between, in other words, to make a difference when both things are written in the Torah, right? Very difficult to make a difference where both things are written in the Torah. Why one? Just because this one I learned in Shloshes and Midris. But Shloshes and Midris is part of the Torah, right? It is part of the Torah. So how can I make it a difference? So the Roshanim learn two different ways. The Roshanim, first of all, learn Midiraisa. There's no difference. And in truth, even Rabbi Kiva and everybody would agree, if an Evid goes out, even with the other Rosh Avaram, it's good enough. He doesn't need to get Shikhar, because the Torah said, The Rabbanam made a difference. The Rabbanam figured people won't know that this Evid went out free because of Rosh Avaram, because they won't know the Allah. They don't think, you knock out the Ebed's eye, everybody knows why he's marrying a Jewish girl. Why is he marrying a Jewish girl? The master knocked out his eye and his tooth. We all know the Pasuk in the Chumash. But if we're going to find out that Ebed married and he has eyes intact, his teeth is intact, they'll say, oh, his kids are mamzerin. Why did he marry a Jewish girl? He's not supposed to marry a Jewish girl. They won't know the halacha that we learn at Ribu Yomit, Ribu Al Rosh So the Chachamah made a gzera that there shouldn't be a bad call a bad rumor in the street, and they said, give a get shikhar in that case also. That way everybody will know. So, it's all it's all the same halacha. But therefore, it is it, the, the um, it'll come out, and therefore it is that would be the one parish. The second parish is actually in the Pesach. The Pesach says by Shen Ba'ayin, L'chofshi Yishachenu. The Loshen Shiluach the Kosovo get creases, and he sends her out. Shilcha, the expression of Shilcha is mashma beget with a get, right? Because the loshin shiluch is with a get. Where did we need the pasuk l'shachena? We said we need that for the ribui. For the shen v'ayin, we didn't need that. The pasuk, like Rashi said, could have just said chavshi. When the Pesach says, Yishacheno, what is it talking about? To tell me the other Evarim. Zagdi Gemara, beautiful. Even Midiraisa, not just Midirabara. When you go out to Shen Va'ayin, I don't need Yishacheno. That's good enough. When the Pesach added the Rosh Evarim, where did it add it? From the extra word, Yishacheno. Yishacheno is a Loshin Shaluach. A Loshin sending with the get. Therefore, you need the get alongside to go with it. As I learned the Gemara. So now the Gemara, after the Gemara fixed that up, the Gemara wants to understand why Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon says that all Russia Avaram, you need to get Shir. So Gemara, Yalaf, because he learns out, Shiluach, Shiluach. It says, He learns it out, Shiluach, Shiluach, Me'isho. Ma'isho, just like a woman when she go, leaves a marriage. How does she leave a marriage? Bishtar, she needs a get. Bishtar, af ebed nabi. The Pesach says, It needs Bishtar. That's where Rameir, Frank de Gemara, if so, that's from Shimon. Frank de Gemara, if so, what's the reason of Rameir? Rameir says she never needs it. Uh, he never ever goes out to Shen Bain or Russia of Arm, doesn't need a star shikh or why? Rameir, e kosev chofshi le besoif. Had the Pasuk said, Yishachena sender le chofshi. 
free, send the Ebed free, I would say the way I send the Ebed has to be with the Shtar Shechem. Now the Pasuk writes the other way around. It says, So first the Pasuk is telling me he's free. He's immediately the minute the Ebed without the Shalua. And the Shalua that comes afterwards is only to tell me, like we said before, it's but not to tell me it needs again. But as the Roshonim learned, the Machriam said, that's the difference between the two. Tan he called her. What happens if the master hit the Ebed on his eye, the and he blinded him? All Oznoi, or on his ear, and he made him deaf. Ebed Then the Ebed goes out and free, right? That's the Allah. What's the big question over here, Joey? We said, what is the requirement to go free? Begolui. It has to be appearance. This is not the appearance. What right, are you talking ear. about? This is not the appearance. It's a, a guy is blind, not necessarily. You don't see it. His eye could be okay. A person's deaf. His right. ear looks okay. So why is that okay that the Gemara... So they're different, different shotam. Everybody knows about it. That's maybe. What do you mean everybody knows? A call. So there's a call. No, not a call. Because you because speak of, to him and he a, doesn't answer you. Oh. Oh, very, very, very good. So as Mechel says, because you could tell the blind man, you see when he walks. So it's a Chiddush in what Begoli means, right? Because up to now, Begoli would have thought you cut off his ear, you bolt out his eye. Yet over here, Goli doesn't necessarily mean that. Different, that's some Roshanim say like like this, and we see other other Roshanim will say different. Let's go further. Neged Enai, so... so um, so what happens though he doesn't bang his eye what he does is he bangs the wall next to the guy's eye and because of the sound in a riot they have it stopped seeing fear caught him there was such a thing or he bangs on the stender if anybody goes to bells for when they daven in bells they have i sat right in front of the bima once where the you know where they lean this where they lean the sefer torah and I went there Friday night, 4,000 people, young to beautiful, and they gave me a nice seat right in front of the thing. And suddenly I'm sitting there and I'm relaxing. The air condition's good. Everything is perfect. Suddenly, whack, I hear a gunshot right behind my ear because this guy has a leather macau and he whacks it every time before the Rebbe, because the Rebbe is davening for the omen to hear the end of the Rebbe's words. So they whack it on the thing. It was like a gunshot went out. Baruch Hashem. I guess I didn't have such fear of Baruch Hashem, but it could happen. You have that. And then you don't hear. With that, if the master did that, it's not he doesn't go cheres because the odin didn't do a pula in the oizen. He didn't do a pula in the in the Was eye. Rabashi. So if someone asked Rabashi like this, so if someone asked Lemember, uh, uh, do you mean to say the kolo lav kumi that when I cause a damage through a voice? And the Gemara, that was the Havamina was. It's not a Maisa Hezek. It's not as if I caused the damage. I have a chicken stick its head into a nice crystal Baccarat glass. And the, and the Tarnagal fast in there, blew in it. Tkia is by a Tarnagal, Tznif is by a off. The Shabran had broke the Baccarat glass. The Naloche is the owner of this Tarnagal, Meshalem, Dazek Shalom, has to pay a full Nazek. And we'll come to the Babas, we'll learn the idea of Tsroiris. Tsroiris is a sure walks along and 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 a pebble gets kicked out of it and, and damages. So that's Tsroiris. You pay Nazek Shalom or Chotzi Nazek. And Omrab Yois, Amrab and and there, and the Tarnagal, so. So that that was the sumchas over there. The argument is Chachamim say he pays chotzi nezek legabedat, but I'll call upon him. Amra Amra Yisro Amra Beirav sus shetzonav a sus that blows v'chamer shenor v'shivra kelim shetoychabayis and they brought a kelim betoychabayis. We'll see why it says toychabayis. Mishalman chotzi nezek pays chotzi nezek like the Chachamim who argue with sumchas and they say. But what do I see over there, Lamaisa? What do I see? It's see that the sound that's made is attributable to the owner and it is considered a mazik. So why do we say the master makes a bang on the wall and the Evan loses his hearing, he doesn't go free. We see that's attributable to one who makes the nezik. 
It's different. There you're talking about a behemoth. Uh, when I bang hard on the wall, when I bang on the bedma with the leather thing, I made a bang. I didn't make you lose your ears or your sight. You know why you lost your ears, your, your hearing or your sight? It was your fear that did it. That's already on you, not on me. By a behemoth, it's different. By a kale, sorry, not a behemoth, kale. You're saying the kale shouldn't break. The kale breaks. So who caused the kale to break? Your sound, your chayab on it. Over here, who caused you to lose your eyesight, Mechel? Who caused you to lose your eyesight? You yourself. Because nobody said you should get scared from a little noise. I know them. The kidding the bar dasu iyo mabis lanafshei. He caused the fear. For the sami, we learned how mabis says chaver. If somebody scares his friend, potter medina adam chayv medina shmaim. He's potter medina adam, but he's chayv medina shmaim. Keitzah talker bazna. You blow in your friend's ear or bechirsha, and he became deaf because of that. Potter achzua betalker bazna. If I grabbed hold of him and I blew in his ear bechirsha and he's chirsh, then he's chayv. In that case, he's chayev. So I see the difference. The question is, since it says over there, Potter Medina Adam Chayev Medina Shmayim, Pinchas, will there be a Chayev Medina Shmayim to free your Evet Kanani if you knocked on the wall and he lost his hearing? Just like I say over there, he's Potter Medina Adam. Why? Because he scared himself. But Chayev Medina Shmayim. So is there a chi of Medina Shemayim to let go of Evet Kanani when I do that case? Or in that case, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be that a lot. Shiloh there, okay, the Chvenim talk about that and, and, um, and I think the question is maybe it's Rashash says because it's a, it's a, it, it, the din of Groma that you, Bidei Shemayim, to be Yoytzi Bidei Shemayim, you have to pay off is only Bidinim Amoynes. Yitzhiya Sa'evet is not considered a din Mamun, it's a din Kedas and therefore you don't have We'll finish with this. He hit him on the eye, he didn't blind him, but he made his eyesight diminish. Or Al-Shinra in his tooth, and the tooth started to move, but it didn't fall out. So is does it go free or not? So if he can still have use of them, he doesn't go free. If he can't, Ebed Yotzeh, and the Ritva says, what does it mean he can use it? He can use it by mamish. Not that he could just use it. He can really use it for something that it still it still has. We learned another bracer. What about the other way around? Let's say the Evid's the eyesight was already diminished. And now I made him blind. In other words, I didn't start with good eyesight. So the first Shiloh was, I started with perfect eyesight and I made his eyesight diminished. Now the Shiloh is, what about the other way around? The Evet started with diminished eyesight and now I made him totally blind. And I made him totally blind. Or the other way around. His tooth was already shaky. The pillow and I knocked it out. Then I looked the exact opposite. If before I totally knocked out the tooth, he was still able to use the shaky tooth. Then it's considered I, 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 and he goes the hairs. And if he wasn't able to use it anyway before, in he can't go free. A beautiful thing. The Gemara says two ways. Uh, let's learn the rest of the Gemara. And I need both. Why do I need both cases? I could infer one from the other. If you would tell me just the first case, where what happened, where I didn't knock out the Evet's tooth, I only made it weaker, but it was a good tooth. I would think his eyesight was perfect. Now it's weakened. I weakened his eyesight. Therefore, there's a din he goes But in the second case, he always had poor eyesight. So I made him totally blind. But he anyway started. Maybe he shouldn't go free. If he would tell me the second one, I would think because in the second one, I made him totally blind. And what makes you go free is the total blindness or the total lack of hearing. But in the first case, yes, he started with perfect eyesight, but I only made him I made him weakened. I didn't make him aim a lawyer. I would think he doesn't go. Therefore, I need both cases. I, I understand the other part. I don't understand if he's if he's already uh, part, and then he makes it. Uh, yeah, because I would think the Torah only gave a Yotzeh Shen Ba'ayim when I took a healthy person and made him unhealthy. But if he was already not healthy, Zukdara Shash Dechreinim, a beautiful thing over here. And we go, we're going to finish with this. Zukdara Shash, a beautiful thing. 
the Gemara only is two ways, meaning he started, he was healthy and I made him weaken or he started weakened and I blinded him completely. What about if he started weak, his eyesight was minus two and I made him minus 12? No, Shiloh, then he wouldn't go Kheris. The time he goes with Kheris is only, I went from perfect 2020 to minus two, or I went from minus 10 to blind. But if I just made it within his weakness, a little weaker, that, that wouldn't be Lecheris because the Gemara doesn't bring that case and therefore I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the case. We're going to finish the last two lines. Mechel can help minute. If the master was a doctor, and the Abbot told the master, you know, work my eye with a certain medicine and the and then the master blinded him by it. Or, or he told him he was dentist, clean out my tooth. The appeal and by mistake, the master knocked it out. The Ebed was playing with Odin, the Yotzel Harris. And even so, the Ebed goes free because at the end, the master took it out. says, No, the Pusik says, and he damaged it. The master has to want, has to have a mind to damage. Here he didn't have a mind at all. It's like, for another case, we'll finish like this. Let's say his female servant was having a baby and he was a gynecologist. He put his hand in to deliver the baby. And and he blinded the baby that was inside. Potter is Potter. In other words, the Uber usually belongs to the master. The Uber doesn't go free. My Tamar. Until he has in mind to damage. So what do I see? These are two different kinds of not in mind, right? One place, he wasn't even playing with the tooth. By the Uber Mayahima, he wasn't trying for the eye. He was trying to deliver the baby. He wasn't even trying to play with the tooth. And... Yeah, there, that's a bigger, there he doesn't go free. Mashenke, the dentist, he was trying to fix the tooth, but he was playing with the tooth. That's a lesser. So therefore, the Gemara says, that are the, those things. So the machlokes of the two mandamrim is like this. One mandamr says, you know when an abbot doesn't go free, doesn't go free, only if the master wasn't even intent to touch the tooth or the eye. He was trying to deliver a baby and by mistake he touched the eye and poked out the eye. The Ebed doesn't go free. But in a case where the master was trying to fix the eye, he was trying to color the eye but he made a mistake, he still goes free. That's not Meshichasa. The other Mandalomer says, even if he was playing with the tooth, but if his intent wasn't to damage it, his intent was to fix it, then it's okay. So Tosha says, I need not, I need the extra Kiddush. I need the fact that he was trying to fix it. Not enough that, well, let's say if he was just touching the eye, just, you know what, look at your eye. It would be nice to bang it out, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't mean to bang it out and he banged it out. Then yes, he would be Yitzel Harris, even according to that Mandomer. Here you have the added advantage. He was trying to help him. He was trying to clean his tooth. Plus, that, that combination allows it to go free. Everybody should have a wonderful day.